Good morning, America. This is Wayne Ahart speaking for the Old Glory Network podcast. Old Glory is a symbol of hope and safety to the poor and the helpless all around the world. Let's make Old Glory great again, and it's our job to keep it that way. And let's make the media truthful again. Old Glory Network, ladies and gentlemen, brings a message of common sense values with old-fashioned patriotism. Now, my message for today is entitled, Wouldn't It Be Great? Well, I must have been dreaming because I woke up this morning thinking, wouldn't it be great if history could repeat itself? What if a group of American leaders called a meeting for the express purpose of designing a new blueprint to outline the best possible government to live and thrive for, say, a thousand years or more? A government that our children and all our posterity hereafter could depend on for their future. What would it be? What would we design. History has demonstrated that all things that last do so on a solid foundation that cannot be destroyed. As the Bible advises us, a foundation built on solid rock, not shifting sands. Any governmental design to last forever must begin and maintain a commitment to truth. A family, a corporation, or a government will not stand unless truth is the backbone of its existence. You know, a mountain of lies cannot match the confidence instilled in a simple truth. Nothing can compete with the confidence of knowing a person, a business, or a government always tells and lives the truth. So starting with a unanimous agreement that truth will underpin our new blueprint, we begin. We begin by requesting that all in attendance provide the chair a note containing your personal thoughts on creating a master plan like no other. The chair promises that each suggestion will be openly discussed and analyzed. And when we finish, we will publish a new blueprint for an everlasting form of government. The chair made note of an obvious sigh of relief. A a sort of nod and smiles went through the room like waves of wheat in a gentle breeze. Then with heads bowed, all in attendance said a silent prayer asking God for guidance. And then the sound of paper shuffling and pencils began writing, throats cleared, and gradually, one by one, they made their way to the chair with notes neatly folded for delivery. The chair was notably moved as he perused 
the handwritten notes. When all notes were received, the chair opened the meeting for analysis and votes one by one. And when their work was done and organized, it was approved, stamped, and printed. To no one's surprise, they unanimously urged the name be kept as is, the United States of America. It was their opinion that you could not select a better name, nor one more descriptive of the goals of the assembled body. The suggested name that came in second was the Great States of America. It was determined that with truth as the backbone of the new blueprint, that the original Declaration of Independence be maintained. The, the great civil war with many lives lost was fought to keep and defend the declaration and those long gone and those yet to be born should continue to enjoy its truth and honor. You cannot improve on we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed, that whenever any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, that it's the right of the people to alter or abolish it, and to institute new government. Essentially, that is the right that we are relying on as we design and adopt this new blueprint. In analyzing this declaration, it is important to note that this body of citizens believes that it, did, it also should be self-evident that created equal, those two words, created equal, does not mean that they will remain equal. We are all born equal with equal rights, equal freedom and opportunity. But there is no such assurance of equal results. Since that primarily depends on such things as education, desire, drive, commitment, and determination. We all have the freedom to rise as high or sink as low as our initiative and good and bad luck will achieve for us. We accept the original Declaration of Independence in its entirety and mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. The chairman next reported that the large volume of notes suggested that the original adopted, originally adopted, adopted United States Constitution was a miraculous document and was favored to be maintained with minor alterations. It was the opinion of the assembled that the Constitution was the product of geniuses, and as a body, we honor their work. We shall tweak it 
in a small way to recognize what time and experience has taught us. Uh, Supreme Court justices shall serve to January 1st nearest their 75th birth date. Or they may be removed from office if 70% of the court agrees they are physically or mentally incapable of performing their duties and agreed to by two-thirds of the United States Senate and signed by the president. This would not be considered an impeachment, only removal from office. They may also be removed by this formula for malfeasance. In other words, making decisions for politics, not constitutionality. We have decided to limit United States senators to two terms and limiting Congress to four terms. All appointed judges to 12 years. Now they would still serve at the pleasure of the president who appointed them and can be removed at any time with or without cause. All United States taxes shall be equal in percentage to all taxpayers. All laws will apply equally to all citizens. In other words, legislators and executive officers of the United States government will not be exempt from any law or tax. And no foreigners visiting or living here with the United Nations would be exempt from any of our laws. No union representation for any government agency or employee. No union will be able to make political contributions in any manner to any elected person or party. Nor provide gifts or incentives to appointed government officials. No union representation will be allowed in any educational institution. No American citizen can be forced to join a union or pay union dues without their consent or have their employment threatened in any manner. All immigrants must be lawfully approved and those who enter illegally will be deported and permanently banned from citizenship. Any private person, foundation, corporation, or entity controlled by a private person that is not a U.S. citizen is barred from financing or commenting on U.S. elections, including any of the above entities that is registered to do business in the United States. If found guilty of any offense, will be barred from any association or financial arrangement with the United States, including stock or bond investments or of visiting the United States. Any elected representative or appointed representative of the United States government shall be barred from any business relationship with a foreign country for any purpose, not for the sole benefit, that is not for the sole benefit of the U.S. government itself. This would include any family member 
while in office and five years after the term of office is finished. No president shall be able to make law by executive order except to respond to a national security emergency. And even then, must his, his law must be presented to Congress within 60 days for approval or veto. Amendment 7 of the Constitution shall be changed to a figure of $5,000. Any United States citizen arrested and held must have charges made within seven days or released without bail until charges are filed. Amendment 6. The wording shall be changed to have the right to assistance for counsel for his defense, meaning that they shall not be denied counsel, but it won't be provided for him at the people's expense. Any person attempting to defraud an election in the United States by changing, stealing, destroying, or creating additional votes by any means other than campaigning legitimately shall be guilty of treason. Amendment 1 needs some clarification. It reads, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or the right of the people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's what it reads currently. Establishment of religion was to assure that we, the people, that government would not interfere in the people's right to establish religion and churches and the freedom to attend at their will without government interference. And further, that government would not interfere in the operations or choices of religion. But this does not infer that churches can operate like a business by accumulating money, selling products for profit without paying taxes. Any church profits will be taxed as a business. A church must be a church and not operate like a for-profit business. Uh, church tithes or donations will not be taxed. Now, freedom of speech does not grant the right to say or do things that harms other people's rights, health, or property, or to break any laws that are existing. Abridging, the word abridging means to diminish or reduce in scope. And peaceably assemble means you have the right to express your support or disagreement by assembling one or more people in a peaceful, non-threatening manner. You do not have the right to do that on other people's private property without their permission. You do not have the right to damage public or private property. You do not have the right to hinder the operations of commerce or government duties. You cannot break laws and call it free speech. Peaceably assemble means what it says. No harm of any kind must occur or the threat of harm. 
Public sidewalks and streets cannot be used without permission and only then if it does not interfere in the free flow of traffic or commerce. You may assemble in public parks by permit and be responsible for cleanup when finished. Freedom of the press means the right to report the truth. It is not the freedom to lie. When the press lies, it is not protected speech. And any who are harmed by those lies have the right to seek redress in law. Uh, Amendment 4. If it is violated, the aggrieved party may seek redress in law. And Amendment 5. The taking of private property by eminent domain may be challenged in court as to the public need and or the compensation amount is fair, just, and equitable. Amendment 6. If the amendment in its entirety is not honored, the party responsible may be sued by the aggrieved person. And Amendment 7 shall be changed from the figure of $20 to $10,000. Amendment 8. The amount of fines should be determined by the crime, not the party's net worth. And Amendment 14 shall be further amended to deny citizenship right to children born within the United States by illegal means. In other words, a broken law should not confer a benefit to the lawbreaker. Illegal aliens who break into the United States just so their baby can be born here and receive citizenship will not be accepted. Now, the Amendment 23, the District of Columbia, Columbia shall not be allocated any electors or federal representatives. The citizens of D.C., however, will have all other rights of citizens in the states. Wouldn't it be great? Wouldn't it be great? Ladies and gentlemen, if you are conservative, you're going to want to listen each and every week to the Old Glory Network podcast. But if you're not, then you need to listen. Call your friends and neighbors and encourage them to listen also. If you love the music of Sinatra or Marty Robbins or others of that era, then you need to order the music of my son, Kevin Dale Ahart. He performs out of Los Angeles, but you can buy his music from iTunes, Apple Music, Spotify, and Amazon. I promise you, you will love Kevin's music. Look him up. Check him out. He, he has a variety of music at 99 cents per song, and he has a CD now of all cowboy songs that you can order by email. Email me at wayneahart at weahart at gmail.com. Cowboy's Revenge is the name of the CD. It has 11 great songs for only $15 with no charge for shipping. And don't forget, ladies and gentlemen, to subscribe to the podcast. There's no charge for you to subscribe and leave a five-star review if you would. And don't forget to visit our website at oldglorynetwork.com. And happy trails till we meet again next week.